Coming up this week, streetcar plans may finally be derailed, and long-term vacation rentals are going away. Not a good week for the city of Anaheim. Plus, later, I'll talk about my stay at the Portofino Inn and Suites. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 589, for the week of July 3rd, 2016. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jamalata Willie. Hello! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spatel. Hello. All right, how was everyone's week? I went to Disney World. Nice. Well, actually, it was last week, and then I didn't go on the show. I was on the show. show, I was on the show. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Yes. Some things things need to be done more than the other. And I I know I'm on a Disneyland show, but I just love it there. (laughs) Okay. I just love it there. And, Thanks for sharing. And the fast pass thing works fine. Like it worked. Like it actually worked out. Like I haven't had issues with it. Oh well, no, I did, of course, because of the whole pass thing. But the actual like getting on rides, it's it seemed to have worked. Yeah. yeah. But I do have to say, and I don't know because I've been there more than Disneyland. I feel like the quality of service is a lot more hit and miss, and it used to be always hit. The misses were few. Where now, when you go to restaurants. You have, I've noticed, great, and uh, where it was never, uh, it was almost always great. I'm just saying. So what, what was, just really quickly, what was a, a great? Oh, now i got to remember. Without, without going into detail, just which restaurant gave you great experience? La Cellier, I still think is amazing. And I don't know why okay. there's, I know that there's a group that says no. I still think it's the best ever. Um, uh, and of course, I love the Kona Macadamia nut pancakes, but the server wasn't the best. And I've had good servers there. Um, and then I did see Frozen. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Now I remember the great, I, I'm, I'm stalling until I can remember. Um, okay. Yeah. So Christina was in the hotel and a lady came up to her and offered her, not badly, <laughs> fast pass tickets that were available. Like she's like, we're leaving the parks. Here you go. And they were for um, any experience at Epcot. Wow. Like five of that. Like like it was like a group of 10 different physical fast passes. Any experience at Epcot. Oh, two of those. And then I think one for someplace else, like any place. And so we ended up doing um, Frozen to do it. But the thing was, I didn't know that those existed. In Disney, at Disney World. They were paper? Yes. Players. Yes, maybe I they know. got given and I them thought... because of some kind of issue. Yeah, but normally, normally they would add them to your My Disney Experience, right. and yes, because they because they can add any any use. I know aspects. they were physical, unless they were added by people who, you know, were trying to fix something at a restaurant or something. Yeah, what was interesting is I I know I didn't I didn't believe like I went what, and then she showed them to me, and they were just like the old, and it said valid through. June 30th, and we were there 
way before June thirtieth, like the twenty second or. So it was available for that. That whole must time. have been a local wow. corporate or a local media or a local something like that. Okay, so here's my thing about it, and Disneyland will bring it together. Didn't we hear back in the day rumors that if you spent X number of dollars and had like a concierge level, you'd get thrown these oh, extra fast passes? But we said it. no. That's what I was thinking, but that angered me too. I mean, yes, we got the advantage because somebody just happened to give them to her, but I didn't like the fact that they existed, even though I was able to take advantage of them. Well, I mean, think about it. Remember back in the, now this is going a number of years ago, like 20 years ago, there used to be things like the Grand Plan, where you would, you know, where you could book your hotel at the Grand Floridian, and you literally got everything given to you on a platter. You had no limitations, no restrictions. Everything was included in your vacation. And stuff like that happened. So I just sure I hope that somehow. that's not where they came from. I hope there was an issue, but it it actually concerned me a little that they even exist. That's called a VIP and I hope a that... VIP tour guide here. That's the that's roughly okay. the equivalent of you're going to pay Disneyland a bazillion dollars for your vacation, as much money as you can possibly throw at them. They're going to give you the moon and back. Well, we so we went in fro we went on frozen, even though Michael her son was like, not for we like, look, in just terms of math, we have to do frozen. Right. It's a yeah. two and a half hour ride. It's a two and a half hour wait. Well, I wouldn't wait two and a half hours for it, I'm saying. But um but I went on it. But anyways, it was more about the fast pass. That's I knew I knew there was a Disneyland. It's like what I was texting her, what are we supposed to talk about? We we said something that we were gonna talk about. And it was those I'd never seen them before. I and then the, the other thing that I was trying to put two and two together is when we went on Soren. Oh yes, and Soren, I had no problem with distortion, Nancy, none we whatsoever. Up to the left or the right or in Again the though, yeah, I was decently in the middle, but I looked to the no, left. No, you and have right. to sit on the and left the or second, right to see the distortion. Okay, then and then the other thing. Um, I'm sorry. So so you sat in the middle, but and you looked to the left and the right, and it, everything was fine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would hope so. Tony. <laughs> what, what? I don't, oh, okay, I don't get that. But anyways, um, <laughs> but I do have to say, and I'm still just, this is a little thing that I've, I, I don't think we ever talked about before, but why can't they add a little piece of cloth so I don't have to see people's feet in front of me? It kind of <laughs> ruins the, like, it's not that much more money to just add a little drop down so we don't see the feet. It kind of ruins the magic. No, you guys are cool. With no, because you're an hang glider. Yeah, by myself, not with no, with a group, a group hang gliding experience. Oh, but wait, where in the Disney one? Where do we end up? Do we? Where? What's the last scene? Can we spoil it or no? It's different scenes. No. There's a couple no. different ones. It's, 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 it's different okay. from Epcot. I know there are three different. Don't That's spoil what I'm saying. Don't, I got, Tony, I ended... but. A lot of people haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil oh, it. Oh, okay. So I won't. But anyways. Okay. Um, oh, and then, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, that was, it was the Fast Pass Plus thing. Oh, yeah. The last thing was when we went to Soren, there were other people that had physical paper Fast Passes right in front of us, like a group of 14. And I went, hmm. And the guy said, I hadn't seen this many of these in a while. So I you don't know what, know what those are. You know what? That could be a grand so gathering. I think, I think the Diz needs to send all of us down there. To investigate. No, that could be a grand gathering. Remember they do family reunion events and stuff? 
But well, they get so they it, give it, you depending pay, on what you do passes? and what you pay and what you sign up for for a group experience. Still, you'd think that by this time, as long as magic bands have been around, they would have found know, a way to hook them with the magic band. Yes. Okay. Are, are we and doing then, a Disneyland show yes. or no, a wait. Disney I will World tell you show. one last thing. I'll tell you one last <laughs> thing, and I'm going to embarrass myself for all the listeners, and they'll probably kick me off the show. <laughs> so I, because of the whole like how much, how many days I was going to be, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get the 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 Disney World pass as a renewal with the DVC and. And I'll do it that way. And so I call and I wasn't going to get my magic band in time. And I was in L.A. And I'm like, I'll just go pick up one at Disneyland Resort. I don't know why. I knew, I knew they didn't have them. Right. And I knew I know I like I knew they didn't have them. But for some reason in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just get it at the hotel. How, how far down the freeway did you make? Oh, no, I went into I don't know where. Like, I do this sometimes, Tom. But you know that, you know, me as a person, like all of a sudden to have something in my mind, like this is a thing. And then realize, wait, what was I thinking? So I literally was in the Disneyland hotel. I, yeah, here's the, and we'll tell you where I was disappointed in other people, even though it was really my fault. So I go into the Disneyland hotel gift shop and I start looking around and I'm about to ask and I go, are you kidding me? Am I this stupid? What was I thinking? I know I'm thinking like, I'm on a darn, I'm on a darn Disneyland podcast and I'm here looking like I felt so embarrassed, even though nobody knew, but. The person on the phone with the magic band said it was a great idea. The lady at the the parking lot, yeah, go ahead, go in and just get a magic band. And I just sat there, go, I am such a complete imbecile. What was I thinking? I was so embarrassed, but I thought people would appreciate or not appreciate. Maybe this is my last episode, but um, we'll miss your time. Yeah, I just I, I look. I sat there going, what the heck was I thinking? I like, I like, it was just in my head, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna pick one up. It's gonna save me time. So as soon as I go to the parks, I'll be in. And yeah, that, so just if people didn't know, there's oh, no magic. By the way, the reason I left hysterically or a little bit earlier, Tony, <laughs> was not because of your lovely faux pas, but because the Mixlerites asked, or, or rather, not because of your upset at the dangling feet at Soren, but they asked, the Chatterati asked if you indeed got banned from Soren. Just like this. Wait, banned for, for spitting off. <laughs> oh no! I yes, I. Like sky buckets. No, I was warned. Well, I, I don't know if you've seen the new the new clip. Patrick Warburton says, "No spitting." That's you, Tony. Yeah. And then yeah. it just yeah. So yeah. It, they warn me. That helps me. Yeah. So anyway, all right. I only key that up when you go, Tony. Yeah, they do. It's a, it's the whole like magic. Yeah, because the magic right. band. They knew it was me. <laughs> I apologize for taking us down this rabbit hole. Before we go into more housekeeping, let's say hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. We haven't said hello to anybody yet. We kind of just... Whoosh. I'm uh, so excited. Sorry. I know. Every Sunday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, you can listen live with all the other folks that are listening. And, of course, the rest of our Diz Unplugged family of podcasts, uh, our Dreams Unlimited travel shows on Monday. On Mondays, uh, I think this month they're focusing on Aulani which is kind of cool. Uh, Tuesday's live, of course, the Orlando show. Thursday's live is a universal show. And then Friday's is Dizpop. Also on Fridays for the month of July, Mr. Bowling. Yes, we are doing Connecting with Walt. Mm -hmm. And uh, one, one correction. Last week I said it was the, it was our first anniversary. It was actually the first anniversary of when we got the go ahead. It was <laughs> at the, uh, to, 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 um, actually go forward with the show after, 
what, two years, I think, of planning and discussion and all that. So it was wow. at the, it was at the 60th anniversary of, Dis- of Disneyland that I got the go ahead from Pete Werner. And so the show actually started for the anniversary of the Magic Kingdom. So, and Disney World. So I've just got all my, all my anniversaries all nice. in my head. So this. As long as you know when your wedding anniversary is. So oh, yes. We just had that. Yeah, that yeah, was very yeah. nice. So in our episode coming up, we're going to be looking at the Magic Kingdom. And is the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World simply a larger version of Disneyland? Or did the Imagineers learn from Disneyland (laughs) when designing the Magic Kingdom? So in episode 16 of Connecting with Walt, we compare and contrast the layout and design of the Magic Kingdom and Walt's Disneyland. Was it made with a magical plan? Very Very cool. cool. I uh, listened to the re- most recent one this past. Uh, oh, I listened to it this morning, um, and the amount of detail that you have and the stories that you tell, pretty awesome, Michael. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and that the, these were just sort of highlights of the of the career of these four men. Well, except for one, that was pretty much all I had, and and um, so someday I, I will delve much deeper into uh, three of those Imagineers. But thank you. Very cool. Um, all right, so how many episodes do you have left for the month, Michael? Oh, we have three more episodes okay, if cool. you don't include the coming cool. week. Awesome, cool. Yeah. And of course, I for, almost forgot to mention Daily Fix every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, also, um, our June event that we did, there are tons and tons and tons of videos on YouTube. Uh, both youtube.com slash wdwinfo and youtube.com slash disunplugged. Uh, be sure to check out, there's a, uh, video that, uh, Oliver edited. Oh my that gosh. That has, so good. I don't know, what, five or six different locations. Five. Yeah. Uh, of Disneyland forever. So that's, it's really, really cool. Also, our, our, um, Tony and I and Rhino's brunch is, that video is up there now, so you can breakfast. check that Let out. Me as well. correct. That's breakfast. Yeah, breakfast, whatever. Wait, that's lunch. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and of course, there's still time to enter the contest to win a vacation to the Disneyland Resort. So, um, what else was I going to say? I can't remember what it was. All right. Um, any other housekeeping? I've got some. Go ahead, Marja. Since this is the 4th of July, Disneyland, um, as usual, has some pretty cool things happening. And I just wanted to let everybody know if they're going to be going to the park, which is um, today, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you're heading there now while you're listening to us. Exactly. Right. Or in the morning as they get ready. Mm -hmm. Um, So the flag retreat is going to be at 4 PM. I expect that it's going to be really crowded over there. Right. And then the pre parade, which will immediately follow the flag retreat ceremony at 420. Then they're having a 7 o'clock p.m. 4th of July concert at the Fantasyland Theater. And again, who's this going to be particip- Who's participating in this? This is on the Disney Disneyland. No, but there's somebody special that's playing at the flag retreat and the pre-parade and the concert. The mar- oh, it's the United States 3rd <laughs> Marine Aircraft Wing Band from Miramar, Oh, okay. That, that, there we go. Oh, my gosh. I have... Okay. Miramar. Sorry about that. I, yes. I knew it was the Marines, but... I didn't think about it. so so the um they're gonna be um performing patriotic songs for all for all the guests who are there on Main Street, which it 
it's going to be pretty amazing. And then at um, 9.30 p.m. will be the, well, the, the, after the Disneyland Forever fireworks, at 9.30 p.m., they'll have the Patriotic Pyrotechnic Grand Finale. And I'm glad they say Grand Finale because it's not another whole fireworks show. No. It's a finale that's going to be red, white, and blue. So if you're expecting more than that, that you're not going to get it, but it's a pretty cool ending to the regular fireworks. Maybe and next over, maybe next year we'll get our Celebrating America back or something. Oh, I haven't seen that in years. <laughs> well, for, at least for the last couple of years. Well, I've I've gone to the Disney. I go to Disneyland to see the fireworks over there um, many times, and I haven't seen it in years. But that was a very cool uh, presentation. Um, over in California Adventure, they're having a 4th of July themed pyrotechnic water display that will be featured before the 9 o'clock and the 10.15 showings of World of Color. So I know you're going to be standing in line anyway, for those of you who are going to be watching it, so you'll be able to see that. And then the uh, breakout rock band of the United States 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing Band will perform on the downtown Disney District main stage at 11.30 a.m. And that's the stage that's out in front of Rainforest Cafe over by um, Earl of Sandwich. So that's really, really cool. And then in the just for those of you who might be in Huntington Beach, uh, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and some of their other um, Disney friends <laughs> will be at the 4th of July Parade in Huntington Beach, um, which will also be broadcast on KBC. And then and Anaheim more Disney characters will also take part in the parade and then they'll all rush back to Disneyland and <laughs> California Adventure so that they can play with the guests there. Because, you know, there's only one of each. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of fireworks, more ugly rumors came out this week about the reason why Disneyland Forever is going glowing away. Um, so, originally we heard that Disneyland Forever is going to go away at the end of the... Um, Diamond Celebration due to quote-unquote budgetary reasons, and that we'd get, like, Fantasy in the Sky or some cheaper-to-produce fireworks show. Now we're hearing that we may not have a fireworks show for, like, six months because they need to move the launch site. Um, I... How could they not have known this? Well, I I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago that there that was one of the rumors is that it was that that construction had gotten too close to the launch site, uh -huh. and yeah, that I they had... were worried. But I I had not heard that they were going to move the launch site. So um, until this week, you know, I I wouldn't say that they didn't know about it. They probably didn't tell the public dance. about it. <laughs> <laughs> They, they probably, you know, didn't publicize it because people get so up in arms every time they hear something that's going to change, you know. So it could be because there's been no official announcement. These are just things that have right. leaked out, yeah. right, or that people yeah. are speculating yes. until something comes out. Yeah, it's just we have these Halloween parties, and that's one of the few extra things right. that you get is the fireworks because we don't have the big parade that the Magic Kingdom has. At Walt Disney World, we have what? What do they call it? The cavalcade. Cavalcade, or, yes. The yeah. cavalcade. That's oh yeah. Yeah. That's tiny. I, if for me, 
not having the Halloween fireworks there would impact my decision mm-hmm. of going there oh, for the. I agree. Yeah, I could I could buy a sack of candy and hand it to myself. <laughs> I'm just gonna stand in the Esplanade with a sack of candy and pass it out to random people. Well, yeah, because we can see everything else. Yeah, we can go on Haunted Mansion holiday. We can go. I assume. Well, I don't know. Are they going to do Ghost Galaxy? I don't know. With Hyperspace Mountain, I'd be surprised. Yes, as long as Launch Bay is continuing, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Anyway. More happy news from Disney. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Thanks, oh, here's Star some, Wars. Here, That'll be here's, the news. This, here's some, here's <laughs> some happy news just for Michael. Apparently, the Hot they buckets, right? yes yes you saw that <laughs> really no what what they're they're discounting the balloon popcorn buckets they're discounting yeah they're, they're too many they're ten dollars now what were they before fifteen I think I think they're fourteen or yeah. twelve or something yeah, yeah. I don't know they, they, you think they, I'd know I have six right of right them. exactly <laughs> somebody posted a picture on one of the groups I'm in that they discounted them to ten dollars because they have they're trying to get rid of them before. July seventeenth, I guess, because oh, they have because they have the dates on them now, right? They do. This Let isn't. Oh no! Or does it just say sixtieth anniversary or something on underneath? Or? Let me pull them out. I, exactly <laughs> I just I just remember going being with Michael when oh. we were looking to see. Remember how they had different po- colored popcorn buckets yes. at different, and we did that search of where the different colors were located in the park. So what do they say on them, Michael? <laughs> they well, it's what well, when they. The, the second edition, yeah, yeah. it says Disneyland, and then 1955 to 2015. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Cute. So, yeah, they're trying to blow those out, apparently. <clears throat> well, good luck to them. Yeah. They'll, they'll be, you know where they'll have them? They'll have them in that um, outlet shop in Orlando. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, with all the other 16th stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so you know you're quote-unquote internet famous when your family gets recognized in the I parks. I saw that. <laughs> so, Christian West got recognized. Christian right? West oh, got recognized funny. at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, listen, listeners, Christina and Mark uh, spotted them and said hello and rode a couple rides with them. And so, and congratulations to Christina. She got a job she was she was trying to get. So she's now working in the Disneyland Resort area. So awesome. Yeah. So congratulations to her. All right. Uh, Nancy, you had a rapid oh, fire. I did. Um, I'm sorry. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Sorry. A couple housekeepings. Um, so, uh, quick thing that's been working for me a few t- the last couple times I've been in the park is using the online Starbucks app because, you know, it's all about me when I want it. Um, using the online Starbucks app before I leave California Adventure, before I leave Disneyland, for the downtown Disney location of Starbucks. And all you have to do is place an order just like you do any day of the week at your local Starbucks online um, through the app. It's already paid for. You just walk up to the receiving area. Now, I got to admit, the one time I sat there and I stared at my iced tea and I, I watched it and they wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> I'm like, that one's mine. Big giant Trente, right there. And and they're like, oh, we sorry, we got these other drinks ahead of you. And it's like, <laughs> dude, I ordered on the app. <laughs> You're saying, but, and the, but the very next time, sure enough, they had it out and waiting. 
with my sticker on it. Nice. Nice. So that is, um, that is something that Tony mentioned earlier he couldn't do, or he didn't know you could do. So, so yes. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm extremely excited about that. Um, I have a question. This, Nancy, this is just at the, this is just at the downtown Disney Starbucks, right? right? No, yeah, he, you can't do it inside the park. Okay. You can only do it on the, at the downtown Disney location because the downtown Disney location is actually considered actual a Starbucks. true yeah. actual Starbucks. Maybe they'll add it like, to the you Disney can, you can, with Wi-Fi oh, and everything. And, and keep in mind, I could order on the app and I could cash in my free Starbucks rewards. And they honor your they honor your stars. If you want to read anything, anything that's real Starbucks can do, you can do there, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so yes, that's pretty darn good. Um, I had a fourth. Well, I tried to have a Fourth of July thing for um, Universal, but my link seems to disappear, and it doesn't want to give it back uh, to me. But that's okay. It's tonight, already the third or fourth anyway. You can see crap. It's already been happening all weekend. They've been doing a lot yeah. of fireworks at Universal. We can see them from our house. And um, and so, yes, continuing on. Got nothing better to do. Go to Universal. Okay. There you go. Uh, any, anybody else have housekeeping? I just have a real quick one. Okay. Just to remind Another one? Okay. Yes, I had it finished, but that's cool. Okay, cool. Oh, I, I like when we take turns. Um, awesome. Just reminding everybody that Beauty and the Beast is playing at the um, in Orange County. And the la- last two weekends in July. So be sure to get your tickets to go see it. Cool. Oh, uh, real quick. Um, the Chatterati is asking, can you order food also? Yes. You can order anything you can order through the app that it allows you to order through the app. You can get ahead of time. So just not booze, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. I didn't check to see if you could get the wine. But you well, can get the food. Now, order some now. Order some now. Well, none of my local Starbucks <laughs> are wine Starbucks. <laughs> Michael, do you have anything? Oh. No, I, I was wondering, were you going to talk about the Mega Meat and what what the discerning ladies and gentlemen might I, be wearing? I just wrote that down. We need to talk about, there's some cool t-shirts yes. uh, that they've added to the uh, webs- or to a website, um, including some connecting with Walsh. I there love are it. oh, it's it's not just shirts <laughs> that we're talking about. <laughs> so yes, uh, well, well, there's for the anyone going to the tenth anniversary mega meet or who just want to to look like they be, did went to the mega yeah be, be there with us. There are some wonderful shirts. Uh, I'm sure you'll have a link in the show notes. Yeah, there's mega meet now. Shirts it, now I will. Yeah. <laughs> and there's uh there's also connecting with Walt shirts and Dispop shirts. Mm-hmm. So connecting with Walt, we have th- actually there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There's a variety of different shirts there. You can get a print so that you can hang it sure. on your wall. Get it on your iPhone. Case. Yes, there's yeah. an iPhone case, a notebook, a laptop case, m- a mug. So of course you know I'm ordering everything. But uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but the, the designs are really nice. I'm not familiar with this company, but I saw on the boards that, um, T Public, but people say they, they have, um, they make very good quality, um, products from what I understand. I'm so. not sure if they are now, but when they first came out, they were, some of them were cheaper for the first, like, 72 hours. So I, I got all the stuff that was on sale and then I'll get the rest later. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They, I know that the, um, yeah, the Mega Meat shirts were on sale for a bit. They're yeah, not now. Yeah. So I, I picked up the Mega Meat. I picked up the Disboards one because I missed that one when it first came out. The one that looks like a, a oh, baseball with the shirt. Swish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. That was a cool one. And it, and it was it was 14 bucks. I picked up one of those. So. <laughs> All right. Um, it's time for news, Tony. All right. We have some legal or law proceedings, if you will, with legislation. Any other words I can come up with for law? Um, so... All short-term rentals have been banned by the Anaheim, in Anaheim by the city council. After five and a half, I know, after five and a half hour special meeting, the Anaheim city council voted to ban the operation of short-term rentals. The owners of the 363 permitted short-term rentals have 18 months to stop operating. Mayor Tom Tate and Councilman James Vanderbilt and Jordan Brandman voted for the ban. Chris Murray and Lucille Kring voted against it. The sharing economy is exciting and something that gives people a chance to earn extra income, but this is not really the sharing economy, Tate said. These are motels and residential neighborhoods. The meeting capped off years of debate between residents who claimed that the steady stream of vacationers in their neighborhoods ruined their quality of life and short-term rental owners who say they invested heavily in turning eyesore properties into beautiful income homes. So, it's an interesting combo. You've got two groups kind of... A, I, a I've... I've stayed at yes, one you of have. them and it wasn't necessarily a beautiful rental home but it wasn't like it was a trashy and it crack was, house and either it, and mean, it was better than the homes that were in the neighborhood knowing the neighborhood I'm just <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that to you well, it's, yeah, it's okay, a shame so, for people who go with, with like a couple of families so that right. they can be together my cousins did that um, this with this past um, holiday season, and my they were there with I think there were three families in in the home, and they're very respectful and everything. But they were close enough; they walked to Disneyland from from the neighborhood. Yeah. They drove, but like if the older kids wanted to go back to the house, they just walked back. And these are older, being mm. nineteen, twenty years old, you know, not so, not the not young teens. So this would greatly impact families well, like that. With popular destinations such as Disneyland, Anaheim Convention Center, Angel Stadium, and Hana Center, Anaheim had become a hot spot in the sharing economy as families looked to websites such as Airbnb, VRBO, and Home Away for ways to shave their vacation expenses. As Dis podcaster Mary Jo just said, <laughs> um, residents have pushed the city to step up enforcement and complaining that vacationers are staying in many hotels and holding rowdy all-night parties littering the streets and taking up parking spots. I find that hard to believe, but I'm not there, so I don't want to say that. Uh, Peter Page said, uh, short-term rentals are a cancer and they need to be banned. And oh the $200,000 enforcement cost the city pays overseeing the homes is not worth the $3 million they've bought in the whoa, city. Whoa, whoa, wait, what? I don't... So, that's bad math. Yeah. This. So, we don't want your three hundred. We we don't want your $3 million because it costs two two hundred thousand dollars to right? get. Right? Yeah. I read that too, um, and it's, that's yeah. ridiculous. For the past several resi years, Anaheim residents have suffered, said Martin Lopez, a resident of Sherwood Village, where he says 50 of the 211 townhomes are operated as short-term rentals. I urge you to ban short-term rentals current and future. Short-term rental owners argue that they fix up properties that enhance the look of neighborhoods, help surrounding home values, and bring in much-needed revenue for the city. Before my husband and I moved into our home, some of the homes in our neighborhood were not kept up. Some were abandoned, said resident Beth Farnell. Ever since short-term rentals became more prevalent, those unsightly homes have become some of the most beautiful homes in our neighborhood. So they had two choices. The council could have gone with a complete ban, with cur current permits phased out in three years, which was later changed 18 months, 
or enhanced regulations to limit the number of people staying at home, extended quiet time hours, providing neighbors with a contact who responds around the clock, and increasing the age of renters to 21. Owners would also lose a permit if they are cited for two major violations in a 12-month period. City officials also said they would enhance its current regulations. Anyone caught operating an unpermitted short-term rental would have their home's power and water turned off. Anaheim runs its own electric and water systems. So Anaheim began handing out permits to operate homes and short-term lodgings in 2014. Operators pay an annual $250 registration fee. Guests pay 15% tax on their bill. The same, just the, like hotel residents yeah, just, do. Uh, yeah. After the number of permits doubled to 400 within a year, the city issued an emergency moratorium. So, I'm going to throw in my two cents. And I'm wondering if that isn't the hoteliers that promoted the protests of the short Paid for all the signs? I'm just saying, I don't, I'm going to, I was just, an idea. Well, I think it was a total coincidence that everybody had the same shirt on. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I just, I find it, I, and I'm probably going to get in trouble. I don't see the residents around Disneyland being that politically active. And I find it interesting that that many all of a sudden were that frustrated by it when some of the people that live in the neighborhood say, it's helped our neighborhood. Now, I do have to say that the guy who said 50 of the 211 in his town... That I find interesting. Like, that that I can... I, I'm kind of okay with, yeah, I live in a townhome community. I don't want them to be all turned into hotels. Yeah, like, I yeah can, that I agree I can with. kind of agree with... I and I don't mean to be a libertarian or anything, but it's they they own the home, and I I don't know. I think there could have been I there's something missing from the story. And my like you said, they're all wearing the same shirt. Um, there there's got to be something to do with the hoteliers in here. I just don't see how it couldn't be related. Has has the I I know in the past a. a Unlike the rest of Southern California, hasn't Orange County been more right-leaning than the rest of Southern California? Is yes. that changing? That's my understanding. Is that changing, Tony? No, not that I... I mean, what you, what you Be- said, I didn't get anything extra. Because, I mean, you know, free enterprise and... Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, no, I uh, well, I agree. I have a hard time the government telling me how I can, what I can do with my home. And, but, okay, how, uh, I I hate going back to Disney World, but how does (laughs) Orlando deal with this? Because this is very common there. And, and, and it's common for exactly what Mary Jo said. Families travel together and the hotels just don't accommodate large families or families that are vacationing together. So they rent homes. So how does Orlando deal with this? It's a really good question. I see, you know, Garden Grove is right next to Anaheim. I see people just yeah, going to homes yep. right there in Garden that's Grove. What do. That's what I would do. And then and Anaheim's going to lose that revenue. That's what they would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're going to lose the 15% yep. tax. They're going to lose that revenue. <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like somebody else was involved here. Hashtag mm. thinks Mayor Tate. So... <laughs> And more Anaheim uh, City Council news or county news. County transportation officials have voted to take the lead on the Anaheim Rapid Connection streetcar project, 
potentially derailing the proposal, which has already cost millions. Millions? Millions. Yes. The Orange County Transportation Authority's unanimous vote concludes planning efforts by Anaheim initiated years ago and reported on this podcast. Wow, it's been a while. For a yes. streetcar connecting Arctic, the massive transportation hub near Angel Stadium, specifically used only by Tom Bell, to yes. the Harbor Boulevard area <laughs> and calls for the city to forward its project work to the Orange County Transportation Authority. That work would be folded into the Transportation Agency Central Harbor Boulevard Transit Corridor Study. Let me read that again. Central Harbor, C-H-B-T-C-S. No. Okay. Okay. Central Harbor. Wait, Chub Ticks. There we go. <laughs> That's it. Chub Ticks. Central Harbor. I take a cream for that. Yeah, by the Chub Ticks. You got it. Because the normal ticks are, are bad, but the Chub ones, they just have no mercy. Uh, Central Harbor Boulevard Transit Corridor Study. Analyzing and developing transportation options to move people along the Harbor Boulevard area in northern and central Orange County. For some board members, this action puts the brakes on the streetcar project over the past decade. Anaheim has spent $9 million, much of it mm -hmm. from the OCTA, to figure out how to best transport people around the bustling resort swath that includes Disneyland, and in 2012, settled on the streetcar. Uh, a councilman from Irvine, Jeff Lalloway, said, and I'm also an OCTA board member, I'm very happy that we're finally able to end this project in its current form because it's an unwise expenditure of taxpayer funds. In OC the OCTA board in 2013 approved the Anaheim analysis, allowing the streetcar proposal to move into the environmental phase, but some transportation board members have expressed concerns about the cost, the right-of-way needs, and a lack of local support. I, we could get into more. Mayor Tom Tate sits on the board as well. Everybody does like all these boards, whatever. Um, was on the ad hoc committee. He agreed that money's action finally kills the project which the city started before his mayoral tenure. Why would we want to look back and use 100-year-old technology? Why don't we just use Star Trek technology and... Right, just beam them. Yeah, he didn't say it. Um, Can he talk to Governor Brown about the bullet yeah, train? No. <laughs> we should be looking forward, not backwards, to solve congestion problems. Uh, it's certainly an end to the way Anaheim was doing it because that only allowed one alternative. Our OCTA study is being done for the purpose of answering the question... What is the way to get people to and from this corridor? So there's, we're never going to have anything. It's, yeah, yeah, everybody talking back and forth. And I'm like, oh, wait, I just missed your friend. Wait, let's see what she had to say. Uh, Disneyland resort officials in the past took part in the streetcar planning. But resort spokeswoman and Tom Bell's friend, Susie Brown, mm -hmm. said, yeah. Disney is committed to working with Anaheim and the OCTA on whichever mode of transit is determined to be the best for the region and the companies that the company's future development is not connected to the fate of the streetcar. We just need Autopia cars running up and down. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think the Elon Musk hyper tube. <laughs> <laughs> they need that. So does that mean the, the hotel that opened up the paper one day and saw that, that there was going to be a, uh, the, the transit station oh, was, was, a park, was park sitting view, on right? their site? Um, does that mean they have a reprieve now? Because they were remodeling <laughs> right. and expanding. I think it was Parkview Inn, wasn't it? I, I don't remember. Yeah. Interesting. Very weird. That's the news. Thank you, Tony. Uh, time for rapid fire, and I'm going to go first just because it segues right from Tony's story. Segways. That's what we can do. You're riding a segways. <laughs> Every person will get a Segway. Wow, Perfect. that was totally unintentional. Huh. All right, so Amtrak... <laughs> Speaking of the Arctic, um, the Pacific Surfliner 
Transit Transfer Program, and there is no acronym for that, provides free bus and shuttle connections to and from most Pacific Surfliner stations. So what that means is if you show your valid Amtrak ticket, you can get a free ride on ART from the Arctic wow. station. Um, you can also use it on OCTA buses, um, and you can get discounts on the LA Metro. And if you're going all the way down to San Diego on the San Diego, you can get a discount on the San Diego Metropolitan Transit System. So I think next time I come down, I'm going to try this out and see how far I can get on the art with, with the, with the freebie. See if I can get a transfer. Cause I mean, from, from the, from Arctic, you're going to, they're going to take you directly to the Disneyland shuttle, shuttle station or shuttle, um, bay. So I don't know if, if I could get a transfer to get on one of the hotel buses to go to my hotel or not. So I'm going to test that out, but free is, is good. So save me a couple bucks on Uber. Um, uh, let's see. Nancy, let's, let's test out your sound. Okay. So <laughs> yes, no. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So Universal has decided to flippy flop and do mm-hmm. a backtrack on their 2016 season pass plus. <laughs> so obviously, mm-hmm. obviously they haven't been selling very much of them because they turned around and took the season pass, um, the 2016 season pass, which only featured 67 days of valid, valid admission. Now they've upped that by 110 days. Woohoo! Or less than that, actually. It now features 174 days of admission. Um, also, the they have extended the dates on the 2016 season pass validity um, from December 15th end to February 20th, 2017, which means you've gotten another two months out of your pass. Um, that's still going to be a $119 charge. The Season Pass Plus was $139. So um, they have experienced unusually low annual pass attendance figures since opening um, The Wizarding World. So this has been kind of a thing for them. So um, it also has added another nine days of admission to the Gold Pass. So that gold pass is $289. So there we go. So your best value is the 2016 season pass with 174 um, days of admission, 42 weekend days out of the year, and available until 2-28-2017. And that is yet again this week's surprise announcement from Universal. All right. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Michael. Well, you know, Tony and I are discerning gentlemen. Yes. So, so Tony, there, there is something special coming up for us. Okay. It is Dapper Day and Jazz at the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. That sounds They're like so- us, like, perfectly. <laughs> It does. I'm I'm already um shining up my spat. I was gonna say I saw that last <laughs> week, and it looks like a lot of fun. We're uh, we're uh, so it's celebrating raining men. No, and this is not raining like that 
that that song, song from <laughs> way back when. This is R E I G N. That's the Weather Girls, by the way. <laughs> Thank and you. And Paul Schaefer wrote it. Didn't know that, did you? Anyways, sorry. No, no, I did not. Yeah. I wonder if he's involved in this uh, exhibit, though. Well, he's dapper. Uh, raining, discerning, raining sorry. men, fashion in menswear. This is on Friday, July twenty second at the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. So they're asking you to pack a picnic basket and join <laughs> everyone on the lawn. Um, there's going to be dancing and performances by the band Sasha's Block. And it's going to be outdoors from 6 to 8 p.m. There will be more details to follow. And the Raining Men tickets, um, the cost, including general admission, is $25 for adults. It's free for members and children 17 and under. Yeah, I, I just imagine a 10-year-old would be fascinated mm. by this. Um, the Raining Men Fashion in Menswear, it explores the history of men's fashionable dress from the 18th century, 1715, to the present, to um, 2015, and reexamines the all-too-frequent equation of fashion with femininity. So I I want them to bring back the 19th century men's swimsuits because I, that's what I feel most comfortable in these days. So since it goes to 2015, I'm bringing when I go, I'm bringing one of my Disneyland popcorn buckets since that's what that's the date on it. And anyway, so so if you're interested in in men's fashion wear, definitely check this out at the the at the Los Angeles County Art Museum and on July 22nd spin Dapper Day and Jazz out on the lawn. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Mary Jo? This is part one of my rapid fire. Uh, Not Scary (laughs) Farm, because I just have the dates. Not Scary Farm is going to be starting September 22nd through October 31st of this year. Second part of my rapid fire will have uh, more information at a later date. (laughs) Oh, a later date. Yeah, okay, later to be date. continued. To be continued. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the YouTube videos that's up um, is Rhino talking with Carlos Sequeiros. That's uh, responsible some of for some of the popcorn buckets and things like that yes, at the Disneyland Resort. I did watch that. Um, really briefly, he mentions in passing that Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort starts September. Now I got to look it up. Um, ba, 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 ba. Ninth. ninth. Oh wow! So, Early this year. Yeah. Um. So and you know Carlos is the is the guy who would know. So, um, I know I tried to put that on the boards because they they have a uh, uh, Sherry has a, a big thread on the boards about um Halloween. So right. I posted a link to that, and I'm not sure if they they caught that or not. But Halloween time at the Disney Resort starts September 9th. I wonder if the haunted mansions go going to go down even earlier in August then so they could do the, the makeover. It's, it's usually the last week in August, right? So I'm yeah, thinking they're going to need more time. Maybe. Wow. Um, Alright, Tony. Well, first I have to apologize that I stole a rapid <laughs> fire earlier because I was on, on a point. I was on time. I didn't wait till five minutes before. So I took one that was, I mean... We kind of just Nancy. It was it was in, in in Nancy's wheelhouse. Yes, it was in Nancy's wheelhouse, and I just like ripped the ball out and ran the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did starting July first, but I like toffee, so I felt like it was okay. <laughs> toffee gourmet treat. So they've already started only through the thirty first, um, and here's what you get: 
tantalizing and tart apple covered in creamy caramel, dipped in sweet milk chocolate, and topped with crunchy toffee pieces, roasted almonds, and chocolate drizzle. But did their candy makers stop there? Oh no, they didn't. They kept going. Many of the toffee ingredients used for the apples can also be found on a marshmallow wand and a crispy treat. You can look for these delicious treats and more at Candy Palace on Main Street, Honey Spot, and Critter Country, at Disneyland Trolley Treats on Buena Vista Street in DCA, and Marceline's Confectionery in the downtown Disney District, and they will be done, finished, last day, July 31st. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Cool. Awesome. Great. Great. I'm stalling because I can't get my script. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, for those of you listening live, that's going to do it for, uh, sorry, for those of you listening live, stay tuned for my look at the Portofino. Um, otherwise, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.